0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Pause, Purpose, Possibility. I'm your host, Chris Johnson, with the Milkweed Group, and we're really glad that you found your way back. Today, especially because it's still early on in the life of this podcast series, I thought I'd tell you the quick story, the true story, of how it is that the Milkweed Group came to be called the Milkweed Group. Why Milkweed is the question that I get fairly often over the last 10 years or so of the life of this work. So here's the story. Again, this is a true story and uh, kind of embarrassing, but uh, well, it's the way it is, and maybe it will shed some light on who it is that you're listening to and what this work is about. So it all has roots about, I don't know, 15 years ago, uh, maybe 18 years ago or so, when I was uh, going to be part of a year-long seasonal retreat cycle for leaders from across multiple sectors from all over the country and we were going to begin the first of the seasonal retreats was going to happen in October of that year and so in anticipation of that retreat all of us received ahead of time uh, you know the the details about what to bring and what to expect and so on and in that uh, email was included the invitation to bring along with us a seed or a representation of seed with which to introduce ourselves into the opening circle. Something about a seed of true self or a seed of calling in the world, that kind of thing. Being a person who really loves metaphors, I was thrilled to get that invitation, thought, yes, I'm really gonna enjoy this, and then proceeded to completely forget about it until the morning that I had to drive from St. Peter, Minnesota, where I was living at the time, up to Minneapolis to catch the flight out to Seattle. It was a typical uh, morning in our household. Everybody was uh, running a little behind. Uh, I was not yet packed. The kids had overslept, tried to get them up for school. And just in the middle of my panic about uh, how the day was unfolding, I remembered, was kicked in the head with this memory, oh crap, I'm supposed to have a seed. So as I'm having that memory and having the panic around it, my gaze happens to go out the back window of our house out to the far end of the backyard where uh, we happen to have a lot of milkweeds growing. And I thought, oh, yes, thank you, universe. I love milkweeds. Having grown up on a farm myself, I just loved the way that they break open in the fall uh, and scatter their seeds off into the world. Uh, I thought, yes, uh, I love those. I can make a metaphor or a story out of this. So Still in my pajamas, yelling at the kids to get going, I ran out the back door to the far end of the yard to grab some milkweed pods, only to discover that even though we're fairly late into October that particular year, these things were not yet mature. They were not had not yet dried out. They had just barely begun to crack open and were still really pretty green, and the seeds were still packed in there really tight. But I thought to myself, I'm smart, I've got a PhD, I can outwit these suckers. So I grabbed some milkweed pods, went back into the house, put them on a baking sheet, and stuck them in the oven to broil, hoping that I'd be able to bake them into maturity. So I did that, ran upstairs, yelled at the kids some more, took my shower, packed my stuff, came back down, only to discover that the kitchen by now is full, just hazy with smoke, And uh, I pulled these pods out of the oven only to discover that, of course, they had not budged at all. They were still closed, packed tight, but now they were crispy and smoldering, pathetic. And this now is what I have to bring with me to introduce essence of true self into a circle of top-notch leaders from all around the country. And I was mortified. I had hoped to wax poetic that night about my life being like the lighter-than-air seeds of a mature milkweed ready to be wafted by spirit's breath to wherever in the world my gifts might take root and do good. But that was not the story I was able to tell. Instead, as I passed around my blackened, sorry, oven-broiled milkweed pod, I talked about stress, anxiety, overwork, exhaustion, burnout and about trying to force myself to be to be someone I wasn't yet ready to be. Trying to make myself go faster and more frenetically than my spirit knew to be right. So ultimately that night at the opening circle of the retreat, it wasn't the story I'd hoped to share, but it turned out to be a much more authentic portrayal of the shape of my life at the time. I was, in fact, burned out, charred to a crisp, and... The story I told has continued to provide instructive lessons for understanding an all-too-common way of living in these times. I know that I'm not alone in knowing myself to be that way. So fast forward a number of years to about 10 years ago now, 2014, the work that I had been doing at college around vocation and reflection and helping young adults to find their meaning and purpose and identity in the world was, was coming to an end, budget cuts and all that. So I was needing to figure out the next shape of my life and work in the world. And I happened to have an opportunity to spend some time with a former student of mine who herself was at the beginning of a new endeavor in branding and marketing and storytelling and so on. So she agreed to meet with me and uh, was very helpful. She walked me through an exercise in particular where she said, okay, Chris, uh, I want you to close your eyes and I'm going to time you. I'm going to give you, let's say, two minutes to speak aloud as many words in a row as you can, that somehow give expression to who you are and what you want your life to stand for, what you want this work in the world that you want to do to be about. So she did that. I closed my eyes. She timed me. I went. I rattled off a bunch of words. She was writing them all down as I went. At the end of two minutes, she she called time, and then she turned the sheet where she had been writing down all these words. She gave it to me, gave me the pencil, and said, all right, good job. I'm going to ask you for one more thing. Now I'm going to time you again. This time I'm going to give you just one minute, and I want you to circle five of the words that I heard you spoke and that I wrote down. I want you to circle five that really leap out for you. In fact, make that six. I'm going to give you one for free. Milkweed apparently was one of the words that I had spoken to her, and she didn't understand how that fit with all the rest of them. And so I told her the story, more or less as I told you, and That is how it emerged that the name of my work in the world now is the Milkweed Group, because it is all about helping people to be their truest, most authentic selves, to be who you really are in the world, and not the person that you think you're supposed to be, or that you try to force yourself to be. It's about uh, letting your gifts and talents, your true self, your passions, the things you care about, the things that you really are good at, Uh, to, to in fact, be carried out into the world to take root and to do good without trying to force or grasp or pretend. So that is the story. The first experience of burning myself to a crisp and burning the milkweed pods also, trying to make them into something they weren't. And then ultimately the realization that, yep, that's what this work is about. Helping people to discover and live into their truest, best, most authentic, effective selves and callings in the world. Now, I'm guessing that I'm not alone in this. Many of us could tell similar stories about the pressures of time, about trying to make ourselves into something we're not, and so on. But I also suspect that there's an invitation here. For each of us to ask what kind of story we want to live by, and about how we align the stories of our lives with some kind of larger story, capital S, of the way things are and ought to be. So in our regular offering, here are the big questions of the week. On behalf of what kind of story, toward what vision of the world and of yourself in it, do you want to live? What is the story, capital S, that shapes, guides, orients, and sustains your work, your leadership, your daily life? What is the origin story of who you are and how you show up in the world and in your life? What has been a time in your life when you've tried to force yourself to be someone you're not? How about a time when you've allowed yourself to be your truest and best self? And another regular feature a practice or action step to take with you. This time, fairly simple. Try for daily, over the next week or two, jotting down how is it that you would complete these sentences. I am afraid that. I hope that. And when I'm at my best, I am. And then a second practice to give a try. Try for daily, over the next week or two or more see what you can do to express in your body in some kind of gesture or posture first what is it like to force yourself to be someone you're not what does that look like how does that show up in your body for me if you were with me in the room as i'm speaking now you'd notice that for instance my fists are clenched my brow is furled i'm tight all over So find a a posture or a motion, a gesture that somehow expresses that for you. What is it like for you to try to be someone you're not, to force yourself to be someone you're not? And then conversely, invite your body to find a posture, a motion, a gesture that expresses what it feels like, what it looks like for you to allow yourself to be really more who you truly are, your truest and best self. In my case, right at the moment, my hands are opening up. My arms are extending outward in front of me into to the sides. I can feel my shoulders unclenching, my stomach unclenching, my face relaxing. Everything is just much more open. So again, two practices. One is complete the sentences. I am afraid that. I hope that. When I am at my best, I or, and the body posture gesture practice of first embodying, forcing yourself to be someone you're not, and then second, in contrast, an embodiment of what it is to allow yourself to be your truest and best self. Next time on Pause, Purpose, Possibility, I am so thrilled to welcome you to listen in on a conversation with my friend, photographer, author, storyteller, artist, John Noltner. He is the author and creative genius behind several different projects. One is called "The Peace of My Mind, P-E-A-C-E. Uh, most recently, he has released another book called Portraits of Peace. And uh, we'll share some info in that episode about a brand new book that he's got coming out in December 2023. It's a really rich, illuminating conversation with somebody who I really admire, and I think you will too. So please join us next time on Pause, Purpose, Possibility for an episode that we're going to be calling The Power of Story and the Courage to Change the World with special guest John Noltner. This is Chris Johnson, and you've been listening to Pause, Purpose, Possibility exploring meaning and connecting with true self. See you next time.